0: When I was growing up, before there were things like Air Jordans to basically obsess over and and feel superior, Uh, there were crayons. Yes, crayons uh, by Crayola. And they came in boxes like 8 and 16 and 32. And if you're really cool, you might end up with a box of 64 crayons. And so today you're like, what does this have to do with podcasting? So many times we think there's only two styles of podcasts. There's the solo show, and then there's the interview show. And I'm here to tell you, there's a whole lot more crayons in that box than you think. So we're going to be talking format and how to spice up that format. And we've got it because of my podcast story.
1: Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson.
0: Podcasting Sense 2005. I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson. Thanking you so much for tuning in. If you are new to the show, welcome aboard. This is why I help you plan, launch, and grow your podcast. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash listener, you'll save on either a monthly or yearly subscription And so, yeah, if you've always thought, well, there's there's solo shows and then there's interview shows. There are more options than that. So today we're going to talk about the different formats and the pros and cons. We'll start off with this one. Number one, it's a solo show. It's me talking to you. And so the pro is you can record pretty much anytime, anywhere. Super simple. All you need is a microphone and something like a Zoom PodTrack P4 or if you've got something like a Samsung Q2U, you plug that directly into your microphone, maybe get yourself a windscreen and a boom arm and you are good to go. No scheduling conflicts. You don't have to worry about audio. It's super simple. That's the pro. The con, there are some people that go, I don't understand how you do that. How do you talk to nobody? And that's because right now, I'm sitting at my desk. I'm looking at a space heater that my brain goes, you can probably put that away. It is uh, 77 degrees here in Ohio as I speak. I think we're done with the heater for now. Uh, But I'm really picturing you. I'm picturing you sitting across the desk, and you just said, well, what format should I use for my podcast? And I'm now telling you, well, as always, with podcasting, it depends. So let's talk about the different formats. So that's how I do it. I'm picturing you listening to me and I'm excited to tell you about the different pros and cons of each. Some people can't do that. The other thing is when you're doing a solo show, you have to bring a little energy. You don't want to be obnoxious radio guy, but you don't want to be a person talking about today. We're going to be talking about the different formats of a podcast. So stay tuned, everyone. No, you got to bring a little energy. You got to have a little personality I mean, you don't have to be Wolf Mad Jack, baby, but, you know, some sort of personality would be handy. The other thing to keep in mind is when you're doing a solo show, yeah, everything is coming out of your mouth, which means all the information has to go into your head, which means you might be doing all of the research, etc., cetera, et cetera, unless you have some sort of team that has written you a script, which for most people is not the case. So that's the pros and cons of a solo show. Number two. Number two is a co-hosted show. This is where you and a friend or acquaintance are tackling the podcast together. Now, the good news is not everything's coming out of your mouth, which means you may not have to do as much research. The bad news is you better sit down and have what I call the awkward conversation and decide who is doing what and more importantly, who owns the show and what happens if somebody wants to leave. It's probably one of the biggest things I see when it comes to co-hosts is everybody has to know who's driving, who's the color commentary person, who is what, what's your role in the show, who's responsible for whatever, but you also now run into scheduling. And so this is where you not only want to look at what time zone are you in, but also things like maybe you are a person that is 24 with no spouse and no children and your co-host is 42 with two kids and a minivan. You have to kind of look at that because you got to see, well, what happens if this gets big, that type of thing. So the good news is co-hosts, you know, more than one person on a show, well, let's just stick with two now, uh, that can be really handy. And you if you've got great chemistry, it's great. You have also have more different perspectives on your subject. So scheduling can be an issue. And unless they're sitting right next to you, audio quality. So this is where you get into things like Squadcast and and Connect and all these different tools that you can use to record remotely. Not really that hard to do, but it is a small piece of technology that you're going to have to get acquainted with. So that is, again, number two, co-hosted. Number three. Number three is you've just added another person and whatever you want to call it, a panel, a round table, whatever it is, it's more than two people and you're covering one subject. And so here again, unless they're all in the room with you, and if they are, for the record, I'll just save you hours of time, there's going to be what people call a little bit of bleed, meaning you're going to hear a little bit of them on your channel. And for the most part, you can't get away from that. Do your best to make sure you're not sitting next to each other and things like that. But uh, you're going to get some bleed. I know I've done shows in the past with people in the same room and it just is, you know, there are things you can do in post-production. So don't worry about that. But the more people on the panel, the more scheduling issues are going to probably pipe in. I do a show called the podcast review show. It's me and Eric K. Johnson from podcast talent coach. And then we review, well, your show. And you come on, so there's a third person, and we talk about you know what you're doing right on your show and maybe some things you might want to tweak a little bit. We review your website. It's at podcastreviewshow.com. But Eric is on the West Coast, and I'm on the East Coast. So already we usually do these a little later if you're on the East Coast because you know Eric's still at work, basically, when we want to do it. So just keep that in mind. And there are times when scheduling on that show – can be quite the nightmare. Now, the good news for me is when I'm interviewing somebody or whatever I'm doing in podcasting, 99.99% of the time, I'm talking to a podcaster. So the whole microphone and good audio quality really isn't as much of an issue for me. I'm lucky that way. And I realize you may not be. And that's where the more people that you add, the better the chance that somebody's going to show up wanting to use their laptop mic or they've got a blue Yeti and they're not using it the right way. And your audio just starts to go down the toilet. Or also remember, especially with a round table, you have to make sure everybody knows what you're talking about. And that's where I have been on round tables. I, we have a show called the podcasters round table. It's me, uh, Ray Ortega and Daniel J. Lewis. It's on a bit of a hiatus right now. There's some things going on with uh, Ray's family and his parents. And it will be coming back eventually. But it's one of those things where it is fairly open. It's just like, here's our topic, let's go. But you have to remember when you're answering a question to kind of stay on topic. Because one of the things that can really ruin that show is if everybody goes on these weird tangents, then that's where Ray is really good, especially because I'm on the panel, of making sure I stay focused on what we're talking about. And so you do need somebody... Again, we talked about when you have a co-host, who's in charge, who's doing what, and Ray is basically on that show. He will chime in a little, but for the most part, he's the moderator and making sure that everyone gets to voice their opinion, and he also helps us keep us on track. So that is a panel or a roundtable. Number four. And this one really came about, this is what inspired this episode. I had a friend in town. And I needed to make an episode quick. And it was an interview with Deidre from Cap Show. And so what I did many times when I do an interview, it really is a conversation between me and the guest. And when it comes to editing, most of the editing is me giving another example of what the guest just said. So, they say something like, I love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And I go, Oh my goodness, I ate peanut butter and jelly, blah, 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 blah. Well, we don't really need that reiterated. We don't need two examples of peanut butter and jelly is yummy. So, a lot of times I'm cutting me out of the conversation. The goal of an interview is to make my guest look good. And I might chime in a little bit here or there. What I usually do and what I recommend for people that do interviews is at the end of the interview, after making your guest look phenomenal, do a recap. Hey, here's my favorite thing I learned from that interview. Just remind the listener that, hey, I know we just spent like 20 minutes making them look good. It's still my show. And just remember, hey, I'm here too. So keep that in mind, especially if the goal is to make you look like an expert. An interview show is not the way to go. That's where solo shows really come in handy. But I had Deidre. We'd done an interview and I was like, I don't really have time to cut me out of this. So what did I do? I cut me out of all of it. And I took Deidre's side of the conversation. So this is where something like a squad cast or clean feed or all these other different ways to record. I just took her side of the conversation. I listened to it. And every time we switch subjects, and this is where I really love Hindenburg journalist. I use Hindenburg journalist pro I would cut it into pieces and they have this little clipboard on the right hand side and I would just drag it over and I would rename it. So when we got done, I had all the parts that I thought related to something that you'd want to hear. And I shaped a story and as well as I wanted to help her promote her product because that's why she was coming on. And so it was a matter of like, how can I make story with a little bit of a commercial without making it just a giant, you know, infomercial. And so I did this and The style of this is called narrative. And a lot of people call this NPR style. And this is where you take clips of a guest or guests, if you have them, and you form them together. Now, the cool thing about this is I had people that emailed me and said, wow, that was a really good episode. And that's the good news. The impact of your content, because you've really gone over it with a a fine-tooth comb to find what is the stuff that's going to resonate with my audience that's the good news. It usually results in a better episode. And by better, I mean content wise. It flows, it's tight. It's not a lot of like, hey, let's suddenly take a tangent and talk about French toast recipes. It's focused and it's to the point and it has a great flow. That's the good news. The bad news is in my travels, it took just as much time to enter, you know, to edit. But I do like it to the point where I think now in the future, if I do an interview, depending on the scenario, if I have the time, I like narrative style podcasts for an interview because it's more of a story than a conversation. Now, I'm not saying it's better. I'm saying I like it and my audience seem to appreciate it. You do you. And we'll talk about that a little further. But narrative style podcasts are typically focused And at least for my chair, have a better impact. The bad news is they take longer in some cases, depending again on how focused you were when you were, you know, asking the questions, but it can take more time. In just a second, we're going to come back and talk about the format that I hear many, many, many podcasters using. Can you guess what it is?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number five. The format of podcast that I hear more and more podcasters adopting is The Hot Mess. I've heard so many podcasters adopt this. This is where they don't even introduce the show. Usually just starts off with them going, Hey, did you wanna like what'd you okay, we just yeah. No, it's recording. It's recording great. Okay. Hey, welcome to the show. (laughs) I can't believe we're record Yeah, it's the hot mess format. It's, uh, unfortunately wildly popular. The good news is it doesn't take any time. You just press record and you talk into your friends. You don't have to worry about sound quality. You don't have to worry about scheduling. Cause you know, Hey, we were going to do the show, but, uh, you know, Mindy can't make it and she had all the info. I don't know what I'm going to talk about tonight, but we promised you a show every Thursday. So welcome to it. So that's the good news. You don't have to worry about audio quality. You don't have to worry about scheduling. You don't have to worry about any kind of I don't know focus you know that's all it's it's super easy to do, so that's the good news. The bad news is it doesn't work very well. I've seen a lot of people try this, and there are Facebook groups that are like uh, based around podcast publicity, and most of them are like, hey. Can you rate and review my show, which I've said over and over. It's social proof. It doesn't help you get found. I'm going to repeat that one more time per Apple. It doesn't help you get found. And can you listen to my show and and give it a rating and review or whatever? And every time I go to listen to one of those shows, they're using the hot mess format and then wondering why they're not getting any listeners. So the good news is super easy to do. It doesn't take much time. Uh, The bad news is it doesn't seem to be very effective. Number six. This one is one I have heard a few, but I have not found one that has held my attention. And that is an audio drama. This is a format that you can do. And unfortunately, the ones that I hear, I need to go listen to Girl in Space. That was a podcast that actually had a contract at one point to be on Netflix. They were going to turn it into a TV show. And uh, Sarah's awesome. I've met her at a couple different events. But most of the audio dramas I've heard are heavy on the soundscaping. So the music, and we'll talk about that in a minute. The sound effects, you know, I get it. They're walking down the stairs. And I get that you're trying to trigger the theater of the mind, and that's a good thing. But the ones that I've listened to are about 90% icing and 10% story. It's a lot of soundscaping, which I get. I totally understand why. But in the end, it's the story. And if you listen to any musician talk about their songs, they always say their best songs are the ones that they can sit down with either a single instrument, whether it's piano or guitar or whatever, and they sing it, and it still works. The The core of the song is strong. So you need the, the core of your story to be great, and then... The soundscaping enhances a really good story. Not so much. It's great soundscaping. And then uh, meh with the story. So that is something else. That's another format that you can do. And when you do it well, again, it can become very popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now let's talk about styles. What's the difference <laughs> between a format and a style? For me, a format is the main course. So let's say it's steak. Sorry, vegetarians. And then the style is the salt that you put on the format. So an example might be Q&A. That is something you do. You can do it as a solo show. You could do it as with a co-host. You know, it's something to do. And I'll give an example of one. This is where you want to be educational, right? You're trying to inform your audience. And this is an actual question from Reddit. It says, do you guys enjoy any podcasts that you can tell are somewhat amateur? And I'm going to say by amateur, it's yet another person using the hot mess approach. I'm just curious because I'm launching my first audio drama soon, and I'm fully aware it isn't the best script or the best quality around, but I put a lot of work into it. Well, okay, I'm pretty nervous because although I've gotten some good feedback, My guess is probably from mom. I've also gotten quite a bit of flack with my pilot episode, which isn't stopping me considering this is my first time launching a podcast. Well, it shouldn't stop you from launching. But in my opinion, it should uh, steer you to go back and rewrite your script. I've heard some podcasts that are so well done and sound as professional as can be with sound effects, music, script, etc., I've also heard some where it's almost a chore to listen. And so I was wondering if there's any podcasts that, that you like that may have bad sound quality and or just not such a great story. I'm generally curious if the average listener wants that really professional sounding podcast. That's an actual question. So there are a couple of things there. People are telling him or her, I don't know, hey, this isn't that good. And so for one thing, they're doing something very right there. They're asking for feedback. The bad news is they're not open to any. They're like, nope, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, but it's, it kind of makes me want to take things and stick them in my eye. Yeah, if somebody says that to you, maybe you go back and rewrite the script. But for me, I don't really care. I was going to say this at the end of the show. I don't really care if it's solo. I think I kind of prefer solo shows, which is probably why I do this show solo. Uh, But I don't really care if it's solo, co-host, narrative, whatever. I prefer a good show. And that particular question was like saying, hey, do you guys listen to bad shows? And my answer is not more than once, typically. And I've heard people say, I want to start a podcast, but I'm not sure what I should talk about. Well, typically I say, figure that out. But on the other hand, if you just want to record a podcast and not release it, that's fine too. And I like to use the analogy of a car. If you don't know where you're going, why are you getting in the car? So I don't want to stop you from driving. If you want to drive, by all means, get in. Now realize you're going to waste some petrol and you're going to waste some time, but in the end, you're going to be a better driver. So if you want to record a podcast just because you want to record a podcast, by all means, don't let me stop you. Record your podcast because in the end, you'll be a better Podcaster, but just realize you don't have to release everything you record. But if you want to, there are no rules against it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since we called the first one salt, I guess we'll call these spices, right? Different styles. One is news, but think about the news. There are people, you know, I, a lot of people bring up um, Walter Cronkite because he was the guy that delivered the news that President Kennedy was dead. And from what I understand, because he was way before my time. You know, he was very much delivered the news, and this is the way it is, and I'm a very serious newsman, right? There's that. But then you got The Daily Show. You've got things like Last Week Tonight on HBO. They still deliver the news, but they deliver it that makes you laugh. So, yes, news is something you can talk about to get you involved in your industry, but how do you want to cover it? I do a local show for Akron, Ohio. And I am very sarcastic on that show at times because, well, politicians are idiots. And so there are times when I poke fun at them. But that is something else. Another spice that you can throw into the mix is, do you want to talk about news in your industry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is similar, but education or instructional when you're doing a how-to show Here again, you can be very Walter Cronky kind of, right? And be, this is slot A into tab B, or you can make it kind of fun. I've always tried to style my way of teaching is edutainment. I want you to learn something, but I want you to have fun doing it. So that's another spice, education or how-to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess there is one more format. We'll go back. I know I said the last one was the audio drama. But there is the, I don't care, I want to get my voice out there, I'm creative format. So it's not a hot mess. They're not having bad audio. They're focused. Maybe it's it's Tim O'Brien who is a poet, and he wants to get his poetry out there. Nothing wrong with that. Get it out there. It's focused, it's to the point, and you'll either love it, or maybe poetry isn't your thing. But that's another format. The creative, I just want to get it out there. I've got something to say kind of podcast. That's another format. The only thing that gets weird about that is in some cases that show, not the episode, but that show may be a little all over the place and it may be harder to attract an audience. But in the end, there are no rules in podcasting. You're not allowed to elicit people to go kill each other. That's typically what get you kicked off about any media host available. So it's pretty freeing in terms of what you can say and realize if you have freedom of speech, everybody is not f- free from consequences. So when you get on the microphone, because you just said, Dave, you can do a podcast where you can say whatever you want. Well, yeah, you can do that. But when you call your boss a butthead, you know, you're not free of consequences. So don't blame me when you get fired. So keep that in mind. But you can use these different formats. I'll give you an example as we wrap this up. There are times when we mix our chocolate with our peanut butter. And so the episode I did on should I have a mailing list was a round table that I then put together and delivered narrative style. So you can mix these up. You could do a show with your co-host and have this natural conversation and then if you had the time, splice it up and put it out narrative style. And we haven't even mentioned another great spice. And that is, we mentioned a little bit in the audio drama genre, people that use soundscaping, but that is our good friend music. This is one of those things where you... Get to use what you want to use. Now, don't go playing Elton John and the Eagles in your podcast. That's illegal. And no, it doesn't matter if you're making money or not. And no, it doesn't matter how much you play. You know, at the end of my show, I play a band called King's X because I have the written why, yeah, the written permission of the band, of the performer and the record label. And that is hard to come by, but music can be a great way in some cases to enhance the topic so now if I slow down my speech because I want to be serious and I want to grab your attention because today we are talking about formats and we are talking about spices that you can put into the formats to create engaging content Well, with powerful music behind me that takes a little thing or it could be scary music So if I talked about now, well, what if nobody listens to my podcast? I don't know. And I'm afraid my friends might think I'm weird if I do a podcast. I'm not really. Okay. So music can do all sorts of things to, again, enhance great content. The music can't be the content, unless you're a musician and it's your own stuff. But what I mean is in the same way that soundscaping and audio drama can enhance a great story, music and sound effects can enhance a great podcast, a great script, whatever you want to call your words. Those are ways to enhance the impact on your content. Oh, come on the power of those that, that one chord tell me music doesn't have power. That's amazing. So that brings us to the end, not of the show, but of our discussion of formats and here's what I want to I was going to put like kids playground music here but I heard this track and I'm like oh I just love this um, here's the thing that you have to be willing to do and it kind of does deal with being a kid and that is play cuz how do you know if this style is is better or that style or this style do you realize you don't have a board of directors you don't have a program director, you have you and it's your show and you can do with it whatever you want. And some people might like it and some people may not, but there's only one way to tell. And that's, you know, how do you know if you like banana nut bread or not? You got to put it in your mouth and chew it and swallow it. And so again, remember, you don't have to release everything you record. You can get that little focus group and say, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And just as we heard that person say, some people say this isn't very good. Well, uh, let's tally up the votes here. If you got 10 people that say, meh, and you got two people that thought, hey, it was great. And those two people happen to be the same people that are responsible for you being born. Maybe it's time to go back to the drawing board. But play with these different tools and add some spices inside and out. It's your show. You can play with it whatever you want to do and eventually when you come up with a recipe that feels good to you and tastes good to you then you give it to the world and if your your truth tellers have said yeah that's that's the spicy meatball right there then if that's what you're looking for then you put it out to the world and you will attract the people that like spicy meatballs or whatever it is your show is but don't be afraid to play nobody's gonna punch you in the face And coming up next, we have a Because of My Podcast story.
1: Welcome to Because of My Podcast, where we spotlight the results people are achieving because of their podcast. Hey, Dave, this is Dan Kryness, host of the Leader of Learning podcast, which can be found at leaderoflearning.com. And I have a Because of My Podcast story. So, I'm a career educator. At this point in my career, I'm an instructional coach. And through my podcast, YouTube channel, and additional digital content, I seek to help educators grow their impact as instructional leaders. And fairly recently, I had someone reach out to me who said that he had been listening to my podcast for a long time and got really excited when I started creating and putting out content in online courses. Well, he took one of my online courses, and it really aligned well with the work that he and his organization are doing. It's an organization that is a multi-million, if not billion-dollar company in the United Arab Emirates, or Dubai to be specific, and they have a branch of their organization that's focused on education. They run several private schools in Dubai and they were, they have started to look into creating their own online course platform for professional development purposes. As a teacher of sorts, I know you can really relate to this story as well, but they like my content and they like my online courses so much that I've now been contracted out by them to create some or most of their content for their online courses to deliver professional development to educators and leaders overseas in Dubai. I've been really thinking about my podcast and my content for a while as a side hustle. And dare I say, I think of myself as an entrepreneur or as we like to call it in the education world, an edupreneur. But this, in a lot of ways, really solidifies it for me. And it's a perfect because of my podcast story because, well, since I've had this podcast and since I've really branched out and created not only the content on my podcast for the last five plus years, but also in the form of YouTube and and other video content. And now the content that's in my online courses, it's been recognized and it's been rewarded by this pretty lucrative contract from this organization in Dubai.
0: Dan, congratulations, and thanks for sharing your Because of My Podcast story. I've always said it's a resume. You can use your podcast as a resume. I know I've been hired multiple times because of my podcast, and if you have a Because of My Podcast story, go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact and share it today. If you need help starting your podcast, you're like, Dave, I love all this format stuff, but I still want to bounce some ideas off people, then you need to join the School of Podcasting community. Go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash listener, and that slash listener will save you 20% on either a monthly or yearly subscription. And of course, besides the courses and the community, you get unlimited one-on-one consulting with me. And if you're not sure what I mean by that, well, listen to another Dave. Hey, everybody. My name is David Chuddick and I've hosted over 120 episodes of the Weekly Wealth Podcast. And I think the podcast is really good, but it's not great. So I was looking for ways that I could engage the services of some of that could help me to take it to the next level, to do what it needs to do for me as kind of a marketing tool and, and a business card for me. So I joined the School of Podcasting. And it's just been incredible that I've gotten personal responses from Dave. He's listened to my podcast. He's given me some actual really good advice that I'm going to implement. To take your podcast to the next level, the School of Podcasting is just an incredible, incredible tool, and it's very, very affordable. So if you're thinking about just making improvements to your podcast and getting it to where uh, you know that it can be give the School of Podcasting a try and Dave can really help you. Thanks. Bye. Thank you, Dave. Just one of the many brilliant minds inside the School of Podcasting community. Again, you can join schoolofpodcasting.com slash listener. Until next week, take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. Let's do an episode about formats because there may be more boxes in your, there may be more boxes in your crayon. Yeah, that doesn't work, Dave. Sorry. Nope. I've spent quite a bit of time writing breakup songs. (laughs) (laughs) That is Taylor Swift. What can podcasters learn from Taylor Swift? Go to school of podcasting.com slash follow and never miss an episode.